0: I love podcasts. Yo, 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 yeah, 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 Yo, 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 yo. That's my elf yo, cause I know we're nearing Christmas, so I'm gonna start talking like an elf. Also, the elf on the shelf is coming back, which I gotta say, I'm not thrilled about. Um, anyone else out there not so excited about the return of the elf on the shelf? That little critter. Hi, guys. Hi. It's the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yup. And it's beginning to look a lot like a podcast. Uh, hmm. It's also beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I'm definitely in this spirit. And boy, do I have a gift for you today. El Te tengo a ti un regalo. Okay. And it's not pastelon or pasteles. Or Coquito, no, it's podcast Coquito, actually. It's audio gold. And I had such a fun time with Fernando Carza. You guys know him from Acapulco, which is in season two right now on Apple TV Plus. Okay. Uh, it's really exciting to talk to these people. I made such good friends with the cast of Acapulco, and i that may be one-sided. They may not be calling me a friend, okay, I'm not sure. I may be that crazy girl from the LOL podcast to them. But to me, those guys, the cast, they're my friends. I had such a good time on the press junket for Acapulco. You guys remember I talked about being in four different Zoom rooms with two of them paired up in each room. So I spoke to a total of eight cast members. Yeah, that episode. Go dial back to that episode if you need a refresh. Um, That's one of the good things about a podcast, that our episodes, they'll always be there for you, okay? I will always be there for you. No matter what, I'm just a click and a download away. Just remember that. Okay, so with Acapulco, we're now seeing that the lovely cast would like to come back and talk one-on-one. You guys know we spoke to my boy, Rafael Sebrián. Shout out to Rafael. And we got to talk to Fernando Carza one-on-one. And what an amazing spirit. What an amazing human who is making some bold choices, not only for himself, but for all of us. For all of us, Latino, zcom slash orgs. For all of us. So I really want you to listen to this episode. Check out the interview with Fernando Carza. And when you're done with that, go check out Acapulco if you haven't done that already. It is so funny so funny shout out to Trepa studios eugenio derbez and everyone over there and uh, i'm really excited shout out to jordan rubio gotta shout out jordan jordan rubio draws check him out on instagram all right guys listen to this it's amazing and fun all right i'll see you in a few Okay, you guys, this is the part of Latinos Out Loud, you know, the show that you've tuned into. This is the part of the show where we interview someone amazing, okay? I say that every time we interview a guest, Fernando, but I truly mean it. And I swear this one is going to be fun because I already kind of know your vibe, mm. which is amazing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you may recognize his voice or if you're on YouTube, his face from Acapulco. Please put your hands together for the amazing and talented Fernando Garza. Woo! Yes, please! That was a great
1: introduction. Introduction. Sound the
0: harps, please. know i just asked for some harps on the oh latinos out loud podcast i love it i love that you're so musical if memory serves correctly when i when i tuned into the press junket for acapulco you were mid-song with, with your co with your castmate yes. and then i just jumped in because i felt <laughs> the need to we were doing zoom karaoke for a few minutes and it was yes. the time of my life Fernando, thank you for coming back to the Latinos Out Loud podcast. How are you? Oh,
1: first of all, thank you for having me. I love this so much. Um, I love you guys so much. Uh, and I'm I love really you. happy. We love you. I, I love you guys. Uh, no, but I'm <laughs> so happy to be here. I'm, I'm so happy about the second season finally being out. And we're almost yes! a little past halfway through. Um, so a lot of good things are happening in this almost end of 2022, which is really exciting.
0: That is so exciting. Now, you play Memo on Acapulco, Mm -hmm. and this is a really funny show, you guys. I have spoken about Acapulco on Latinos Out Loud for a number of episodes but that's because i feel like i'm familia i got to know you guys okay and and rafael came back like you guys are coming back individually which i love i'm like come join us (laughs) come and talk to us more about so like the season came out in october what have friends and family and loved ones been telling you about season two of acapulco
1: i think that um what they're most excited about I mean it's funny because the fans of the show are really loving the storylines and how each individual storyline is developing but of course my family is obsessed with the fact that they're letting me dance this season and that I get to like have a lot of wins like my character gets to win a lot in this season and I feel like my memo came into his own in this season and I finally found him like the first season he was a whole like process of finding out who Memo was and his mannerism, physicality, etc. etc. So, ya lo tengo this season, ya lo tengo, ya lo pude agarrar. And I think that people just were so overwhelmed to finally see who this human is.
0: Speaking of who this human is, what did you learn about this human after season two of Acapulco in hindsight? And I ask you about two humans actually Mm -hmm. Memo and Fernando.
1: What did I learn from Memo? Okay, so from (laughs) Memo, that's a deep question because...
0: It is, right? It's really
1: deep because I've been very lucky to play uh, characters who have taught me a lot about myself more than I feel like I could have ever learned elsewhere. Mm. Um, But the thing about Memo is this season, I feel like he's always being a very subconsciously confident person. But this season, he became consciously confident. Like, in the last Ooh. season, he would say things without thinking, and there were a lot of self-confidence in his statements. But this season, he's like, no, this is what I want, and this is what I'm going to do to go get it. Um. So that's why I call it more consciously confident. And I feel like, I mean, overall, the character has always taught me um to embrace myself, and... It's been very helpful because seeing how the audience reacts to this plus-size, confident, sensitive kid... Yes, body kid,
0: posi, Body yeah. people! Do people still use so that much. term? I just want to, like, throw that out. I don't know if that's still a term, I but I love <laughs> seeing us.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I still use it because I I, I... I think that what I try to lead with is... We need to stop equaling size to health or unhealthy ones. And two we need to love our bodies regardless of whatever journey they're on. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um So, I yeah, I still use bossy positivity and I, I use a lot of body acceptance still. I mean, that's the term that I use a lot too. Um, and that's what Memo has taught me. You know, I feel like once I started seeing how people were accepting him, I was able to accept myself more. And as Fernando... Because I was able to lean, lean in so much into Memo's confidence, I started leaning on more towards my acceptance and confidence in real life. So I finally mm-hmm. started wearing what I wanted to wear. Like, the first season, I was very careful to stay on brand with the character so people could recognize me and see me and, and always what does be that reminded.
0: Mean? Um, Break that down. What was on brand for the character?
1: Well, so basically... It's a term that you hear a lot when you're going to school for theater, you know, like you have to make everything around you remind people of the product that you're offering. So, you know, Memo's really sweet, really innocent, really like naive and whatnot. So in every event that I was doing or press junket, everything was very like clean and nice Mm -hmm. and very just like proper and just looking nice and, and clean, basically. That's and and not too out there. Um, but then when the second season arrived and I went through my whole journey with the character, and then I also did a movie that helped me with this personal journey as well at the beginning of the year. Um,
0: would that be at midnight, uh, which we're going to talk about midnight. in another few seconds? Yes, pause, yes, yes, Pause, pause, <laughs> we'll go back.
1: <laughs> but, but going through that journey, by the time that I got to like the, the time of the year, because I usually half of the first year I'm filming and then the second half is my whole Taking care of my career slash brand, where I do the photo Ooh. shoots and the reaching out to outlets and whatnot. And that's when my creative mind comes in a little bit. That's when I was like, F this. It's I, I don't have to look good or nice or clean or anything. I just have to be myself, you know, and, and part of of my brand or who I am as an individual is embracing my sexuality and my body and, and who I truly am inside. So I just, I had this explosion and commotion that just came yes. from within me. Um, and now everything I do, I'm wearing glitter and makeup and high heels.
0: Yes! Well, what a bold choice. And what a decision to really yeah. bring that to the surface, I'm sure. There are other little fernanditos out there that are just like thank you for doing that cuz now I can see me more of me. And that's exactly
1: why I mean of course I'm also doing it because I've I've always dreamt of of expressing myself in this way and that was an important thing to me like I'm also uh, giving a tribute to my inner child who did not feel comfortable doing these things, you know. <sighs> but I do things about I do think about um the response that the audience is going to have or the impact that my behavior or my decisions is going to have. You know what I mean? And that's exactly what I want. Like, to me, it's really important that kids nowadays have what I didn't have when I was young. I didn't have anyone to look up to except a lot of women who I still love. You know, all my inspirations are women, but no one that looked like I do or spoke like I do. Um, So... That's very important to me because I, I am so tired of ho- of Hollywood and media selling this narrative that people that look like me do not belong in this industry and cannot mm-hmm. make their dreams come true. And I'm here like to prove people that that's not the case anymore, that things are changing. Right. And we're going to keep fighting to to break down those walls.
0: If you could just put yourself on display, like in the Smithsonian or something, for people to see that <laughs> this can happen, uh, you know what I'm saying? But that probably yes. wouldn't be safe. You probably couldn't breathe well, like in an encased thing in the you Smithsonian. Imagine, but like... <laughs> 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 It would be you and a few other icons or icons in the making that are also breaking the barriers in the space. Before we talk about At Midnight... Uh, mm-hmm. because we have a lot to discuss. You mentioned something that I would love to delve into a little bit deeper, which are your female inspirations. Yes. Whom, whom are some of them? Could you share with the Latinos Out Loud podcast? I have,
1: I call I call them my top four. So there's... Ooh, four, I love well, a list. Technically, I it's love five. a good list. Technically, okay. it's five. And it could the be first ten. One, I love lists. Oh, Go perfect. for it. The first one and the top one will always be... People think I'm going to say Drrr. Britney Spears, but it's not. It's my mom. Drrr. It's Your my mom. mom. My mom, Um, I I've never talked about this, but I feel like it's really important to talk about because sure my mom is. has been through hell and back throughout her life. Like, she is the strongest, most powerful, independent, smart intellectual I've met in my whole life. And um, amazing. What's so cool about her, and my favorite thing about her, is that she's been through so much this year and still she's the person who will always make you laugh um i'm not gonna go too much into detail but when i was like two or so she went to through a near-death experience and she said that what she learned from that is that every day is worth living and she makes every day worth living and she's been my number one supporter since day one like she she That's when that's why when I've been doing events this year, like when I did my first red carpet, she was my very first plus one. When I did my first award ceremony, she was my very first plus one because she she deserves that spot because she is like my my biggest inspiration in in Muse and my biggest supporter.
0: But they know the life, right? Because your parents are also in showbiz.
1: They were when they were younger.
0: Okay, okay. That's so interesting. The apple, the manzana doesn't <laughs> fall far from the tree. Okay, so more of your female muses and inspirations. because okay. and, and I love that you put mom at number one. Of I'm course. a mom, and I am proudly... Raising two mama's boys. They are going to be mama's boys till, till, uh, you know, till, you know, I'm no longer on the earth. Um, But we could talk about this all day. I want to hear about more of the, the female inspirations. Are some of them actors and comedians? Like, who led you down this career pathway? I'm so curious. The
1: first one is, I feel like a lot of Latinos would know it. Her name is Tatiana, la reina de los niños. She's this, like... Latina singer who's been in the industry for over 34 years who wears a star on her torso and she writes music for kids I discovered mm-hmm. her back when I was like two or three and when I saw her on screen she sings, dances, and acts and she used to have a, a TV show every Sunday I was like, that's what I want to do with my life so I would, wow. my parents would buy me her CDs and I would sing and dance to her music in the backyard and when people would ask me <laughs> what do you want to do when you grow up I was like, I want to be like her, I just want to be like her uh, Desde and I actually, chiquito. Oh, yeah. Since I could first speak. And I wear a lot of stars to, like, pay her tribute because that's her, like, symbol or signature shape.
0: I love that. Shape,
1: whatever star, uh, stars are just her thing. Um, and then I also, Britney Spears is another one. Um Oops. Celine Dion and Lady
0: Gaga. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's a great list. I told you I love a good list. Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. Okay, and uh, your mom's at the top. Did you guys hear that, Eloheleros? Mom's at the top. Oh, No matter what, right? Always and forever. Well, you said it. Okay, so now could we segue? Speaking of being on top, it looks like you're on top right now. (laughs) Paramount Plus. Paramount (laughs) Plus at midnight starring Fernando (laughs) Garza. Let's discuss. You did a movie, bro. You made a movie. My first movie ever.
1: Yes! Nerve wracking. But you know, you know what I will say? The most exciting part about it is um, so the leads of the movie are Monica Barbro from Top Gun Maverick and Diego Boneta, who we might know from the Luis Miguel series.
0: Wow. The guy amazing. who plays Luis Miguel.
1: I've yeah, yeah, yeah. been following his career since he first came about, I was four years old. watching him because he was big in mexico before he moved to the u.s and then he he's also huge here now but back in the day i used to watch him on screen and i was four years old um and he was doing a lot of telenovelas the ones that they used to do for kids and i was like i want to do what he does and never in a million years did i think i would end up working with him so the
0: universe
1: the universe it's uh first of all thank you god i'm so blessed but uh I remember we were filming a scene that takes place on a jeep, like he's driving the jeep and I'm right next to him, and we were holding for cameras, and I just looked to my left, and I saw him there going over his lines, Aww. and I said, what the heck is going on? Who put me here? <laughs> Who said I should be here? Who said, you like, wh- why am I next to this man? Like, why am I working with him? I que couldn't, lindo. I couldn't I couldn't, like, to this day, when I see him, like, because we have a group chat of the movie, and whenever I see his name pop up, I'm like, Nyee! you know, like.
0: <laughs> wow, me emociona por ti. And you're working with one of your, like, heroes. Yes. That, that doesn't happen to everyone. That's such a amazing fortune, but it showcases your perseverance, your hard work, living your lifelong dream, as we're hearing, started when you were like in diapers still. singing your heart out and acting, performing. So tell us, the Eloheleros and I, about your experience shooting at midnight. It will be out on Paramount Plus in 2023, and we'll talk about it when it comes out. But tell us about your character and your experience. You told us a little bit, but we want to hear about what was shooting like, what was some of your craziest scenes. (laughs) Tell us about your character, you know what I mean? You know, um, I don't
1: know how much I'm allowed to disclose, but I'm just going to disclose some things that are very general so I won't get into any trouble. Um, Perfecto. <laughs> um, basically, my character is the lead's best friend. His name is Tachi, my character's name. And he is a queer man who wears really short shorts, which I do love. Um uh, A lot of necklaces, paints his nails and has curly hair. And Ow. believes in love. A lot. Yeah. Um, so my whole purpose in the movie is t- to try to inspire my friend to 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 give a chance at love, you know. Um what's funny about it is that <laughs> we film in Cancun. So let's start there. Ooh. Another project that films in Mexico. The Amazing. story takes place in a hotel.
0: <laughs> no way! <laughs> like I'm Acapulco, a- that's crazy. <laughs> and I'm a hotel employee. <laughs> No way! Are you serious? Are you getting typecast as hotel I know, employee? Like, <laughs> I know, I know. A hotel employee. And I'm the lead's
1: best friend. I'm like, okay, this sounds kind of familiar.
0: The pattern has formed, but that just means you're doing really good in your craft. So, hey, I don't know if listen. that's a specialty, but you should make it one. <laughs> Yo, for now, not for nothing, these people must have been watching you on Acapulco and almost had the vision for their role in their movie, seeing you as Memo in Acapurco. Just saying. I
1: think it helped. I think it helped, but also something that I did learn through this experience is that what I post on social media has impact because I post a lot of videos of me dancing to Britney Spears. And the producer were like, what is this? What is this? Like, so I feel like they saw like, this is amazing. So I feel like they saw it and they were like, yep, that's the kid
0: look at that is everybody learning this lesson what you put out on social media is absorbed by people oh, yeah. prospective employers yes. you know what I'm saying they look you up they look you up somebody's watching somebody's always watching so ten cuidado yeah. think so twice what, about putting the picture that you put on OnlyFans on yeah. your Instagram you know what I'm saying don't interchange the two you just think
1: you want to pose your feet think about it twice think about
0: right, it maybe twice maybe put it on your story so it could disappear close in 24 friends. hours and the close Hollywood friends. producers can't see it you yeah know? put it on your close friends <laughs> right put on your close friends check your privacy settings people is what yes. fernando's telling you yes, oh, yes. <laughs> i interrupted you i'm no, sorry fine. but we're just we're funny together okay so look continue <laughs> tell us more about your experience uh doing at midnight well, can it, you tell us any more yes
1: of course i mean i think i okay. can talk about my experience because when we're filming acapulco we have sometimes one camera or two cameras sometimes even three cameras rolling at the same time depending on On how busy we are. But then in the movie, you have one camera, which I've never done before. Mm -hmm. Um, So when it comes to the more technical aspect of things, um, I was nervous. (laughs) Because I'm like, crap, this means that my continuity, like, awareness has to be on point. But then on top of that, our director was like, I want you guys to just improvise. Like, you already know the given circumstances. Like, these are the lines that I need you to hit. Like, you need to say these lines. But besides that... Go
0: on it. That is so exciting. You're going to have so much fun at the premiere. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be so fun. Because then there's that element of surprise. Kudos to the director. To give you that freedom. And you are an improviser. Obviously, they've seen you in Acapulco. Like, I imagine some of those, like, one-liners or quick things or improv. And you are so funny organically. (laughs) So, wait. You are portraying a queer character. Look, I don't know if it feels like this, but, like... Whenever I see a fellow, I'm Dominican. So when I see a Dominican in entertainment, in Hollywood, on stage, as an author, like, I feel a certain magic that mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, they're writing for us. Finally, maybe they're getting wind that this is what we look like. Mm-hmm. We don't just look like this, that monolith that for years we were, we were described as. How does it feel to you? Because I know what it feels like to me. Oh. And it's different. It's different here. It's kind of different, but kind of the same. But I want to hear your POV.
1: I know. It's honestly, it's very similar to yours, especially because um I didn't graduate from college that long ago. I graduated in 2020 and I did started going to college when in the year 2015, I went to community college first and seeing that transition of like when I first started, like this is what my professors were telling me. You have to lose weight. You have to lose the accent. You Ugh. have to. Do this, you have to do that, you have to do that. And then you have other people who be like, you have to get the nose job, you have to get your teeth fixed. (gasps) All of these things. But the main thing for me was get rid of the accent and lose the weight. And that's the only way that you're going to book. Like they were all trying to place me in these boxes and these molds that we all had to fit in in order to belong in this industry and to be able to book and work. To me, it's so exciting nowadays to get all of these auditions and and read the character breakdowns, and see what they're looking for, and then you read the people who are involved in the projects, and you see that there are Latinos, Latinas, Latinx people involved in the project, writing the project, making sure that the project is authentic, real, and not a stereotype. To see that the storylines are now about love and success and and finding yourself and not about drugs and violence and death. It's so uplifting and it gives Mm. you so much hope. Um, And honestly, it makes me feel even more grateful that I was able to get into the industry because it makes me feel blessed that I was able to come in at this period in time. But it also makes me feel really lucky that I'm becoming part of that change, of that transition, of making sure that that this, you know, movement, it is indeed happening. Um, that's why, I mean, kind of circling back to Memo, because that was my TV debut. When I read the character breakdown and when I read that Apple TV was doing a bilingual show about Mexicans, I was like, this is not real. This mm. is not real. Like, who's done this before? Like, who, especially a company... Of like Apple that you know you that's not necessarily what you that's not necessarily what you associate with it. Right. It was so like it was not sort of, like look at us like we're fine they're finally noticing that we're making the money so they're, they're yeah calling us. baby
0: <laughs> we at the box office we <laughs> showing up. So show us off people. We here brillando. Yeah, they're they're
1: finally like they're like, oh, people like to watch these people who are real. And I was actually having a conversation with my brother the other day and my friend Rosanna, who's in the show, where I feel like audiences nowadays, I feel like TV and movies in the past were for people to like see a, a, a like a utopia of what life should be, you know, of, of mm. like the dream life. And now what mm-hmm. people wanna see. Is they want to see themselves on screen, you know the real, exactly. the real, real, exactly. the really real, exactly, exactly. Yes. And it's like, I'm so proud of be part of 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 that of of that. No, 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 no. Don't change him. I like him that way because he looks like me, and that makes me feel seen, and that that makes it real. That helps me believe that that yes. story that I want to get lost in is actually possible and real, and it exists. So. Mm. It's just so exciting, it, 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 and we still have a long way to go, you know, I'm not, we're not nearly as where we should be, but you know, estamos escalando la, la montaña poquito a poco, and that's what matters, that there's change.
0: Yes, and you are a key of that, you're an instrument of that change, that Thank must you. feel so good. <laughs> okay, I'm going to finalize this, um, <laughs> Fernando, born in Colima, Mexico, mm-hmm. right? There are little Fernanditos in Colima right now, and they're relying on you. And they're all over the world, actually. But I would love to focus in on, on little Fernandito. Now that you are, st- I mean, you're still young, but you are, you know, you you have a kick-ass career. What is some advice that you have for the future Fernanditos, the little Fernanditos, I should say, that are out there maybe wondering what they could do with their college degree, or them also seeing someone on television and being like, I want to be like that, but that's impossible, right? Like how, what is some advice that you have for them?
1: The first one is study and train. That's really important. Uh, This industry can be a little cutthroat sometimes and a little hard, but um, you have to have work ethic, discipline. You have to learn to prioritize and you have to train, you have to study. Um, And You have to be respectful of other people's time and and be nice to everybody. You know, I feel like talent only goes a certain way, but everything else comes with training and work ethic. So that's very important. And that's for anyone. But most importantly, embrace yourself and love yourself and celebrate yourself and wave your pride flag really loud and out. Um... Because what makes you different is what makes you special. A lot of times you might book something, not because of your acting skills, but because of your essence. And how can you showcase your essence? By being who you truly are. And that's what people wanna see anyways. So celebrate yourself and love yourself and go and kick some butt being your wonderful self. (laughs)
0: Like you are. Ladies Thank and gentlemen, you. if you're driving, if you're sweeping, just take a pause and put your hands together for Fernando Garza <laughs> who you can see right now on season two of Acapulco on Apple TV. And then also in 2023, you'll see him on Paramount+. Plus on uh in at midnight thank you so much for coming on the latinos out loud podcast we love me. you we love you your that. spirit i love your spirit oh my god <laughs> if i can bottle your spirit up and put it on a shelf on a rainy day and just grab it and like spread <laughs> it all over this apartment i would thank you so much for doing what you're doing <laughs> <laughs> pero fernando es la verdad does, is that yes. we're you light up a room, and I hope that you continue to light up many, many rooms. And I hope you come back to this Zoom room because you could talk about it at midnight when it comes out, maybe in 2023. I'll, we could talk I'll see about you 2023. it. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy and Thanksgiving. Happy everything. Keep doing you, boo boo. You're amazing. Thank You're you. You're amazing. So much. I really
1: appreciate that.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Hello, <laughs> You heard it first. Fernando Carlson. <laughs> what did I tell you I told you it was going to be a good interview look one thing and I say this and I'll say it again and again and again and again until so my ears are blue um, I don't know if ears turn blue but it sounded like a good phrase okay I will never lead you wrong or steer you down the wrong podcast path I promise you that. I promise. It's my duty to steer you on the right path. And I swear, te lo juro, I will always do that here on LOL. So, yo, follow Fernando Carza. I think he's really a star to watch, people. Una estrella que está subiendo. In a movie at midnight coming out on Paramount Plus in early 2023, we must have him back on the show to talk about that. And he also teased us. He told us he's working on a bunch of other stuff, too. So I would love to talk to Fernando again. Hello, aleros. Thank you so much. I mean, look, I'm very thankful for your ears. And if you're on YouTube, you're ojos. Thank you for listening and watching Latinos Out Loud. Please be sure to follow us at We Are Latinos Out Loud across the socials, except Twitter where we're Latinos Out Loud underscore. Yeah, we had to pay for that underscore too. You know what I'm saying Elon Musk charging for underscores. I'm just kidding. But yeah, we're Latinos Out Loud underscore on Twitter. And you can also call us at 978 Latinos and give me a call, 978 Latinos. I'm checking that voicemail. So if you want to leave me a message, go ahead. Tell us what you think of the show maybe some people that you'd like to see on the show or some topics that you'd like to hear covered on the show in 2023. I'm very thankful for your contribution too. This is your podcast just as much as it is ours. Okay, guys, thank you everybody behind the scenes. Josie, August, thank you so much for all of your help. Also to Los out there, everyone at Sonoro. And mi gente, hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving, full of thanks still, even though the holidays pass, you know what I'm saying? Continue to be thankful. Dar la gracias. I'm giving you la gracias. Thank you so much. On that note, we out!